Hi, and welcome to Women CEO in Reflection, a podcast dedicated to personal growth and mental health discussions with women CEOs across the globe. It's here where inspired women get candid about what drives them to succeed and the personal challenges they've encountered on their path to success. So if you're a woman on a mission, this is the podcast you don't want to miss. So sit back, relax, and let's get candid. Hi, and welcome to Women CEO and Reflection. I'm your host, Marisa Jones, and I'm joined by my co-host, Neil Haley. Today's guest is Parul Somani, a life leadership expert empowering people to live and lead with intention. Reputed for her authentic storytelling, powerful frameworks, and actionable insights, Parul is a sought-after keynote speaker and workshop facilitator for organizations seeking to better navigate change and move forward with purpose. Parul is also an award-winning patient leader and health advocate, invited to share her healthcare insights for President Biden's Cancer Moonshot Initiative, the World Economic Forum, the American Cancer Society, and more. Parul's career spans 15 years, including management consulting at Bain & Company and an executive in Silicon Valley startups. Welcome to the show, Parul. Thank you. Thanks for having me. So um, tell me a little bit about um, the work that you focus on today and, and uh, what you do, uh, what do you do to help organizations and what led you on this path to help organizations? Yes, absolutely. So I consider myself a life leadership speaker and coach uh, working with organizations to really help empower their teams and their leaders to build their personal leadership skills that are going to help them thrive in life, health, and career. And so this is really anchored in building our mental strength and um, moving forward through all those situations in life and those changes that can kind of uh, make us feel stuck or get off balance and uh, help navigate those with intention. It's really driven by a very uh, personal experience uh, to get to this point. You know, my background is very much in corporate America, management consulting and, and startups. Um, but in parallel to that professional journey on the personal side, uh, you know, when my second daughter was born on her one week birthday, while I was still recovering from my C-section, I was diagnosed with an aggressive form of breast cancer when I was only 31 years old. And that was an experience that was very much a you know character defining uh, chapter of my life where I was um, really more strongly aware of what's important to me and what's the legacy that I want to leave on the world. And it was a combination of, you know, evolving out of that experience, as well as then shifting into the healthcare space professionally, we were working in the genomics field because of the role genetic testing had played in helping me detect my own cancer, Um, feeling like I had found a job and career that I was very passionate about in that space, uh, only to be unexpectedly laid off. And you know, when you feel like you've found your icky guy or your reason for being in your career, and then to lose that, I I definitely felt a a sense of loss and uh, reached an inflection point where I wanted to step back and uh, reassess what I want to contribute and how I want to reach people. And it 
took several months of in introspection um, and, you know, a, a moment of uh, that aha where I realized that how I navigated my cancer journey was going to also be how I navigated this layoff. And it was going to be through creating my own silver linings and, you know, living with intention and realizing that I can actually empower other people with those same mindsets and, and frameworks and tools that have helped me and help them thrive as well. Wow, what an incredible journey. Um, when I think about all the things you said that were in parallels, you had all these amazing things happening, like your daughter being born and finding this great job and, and all of that. And then, you know, starting a whole new life with your family. And then you had, you know, the cancer diagnosis and then your, uh, the layoff. There's so many ups and downs in there. Um, how did you find your footing? Like, did you find you were completely lost and in a fog the whole time? Or did you have some sense of balance and direction of where you were going? You were just trying to find your way. Like, can you provide some insights around that? Yeah, absolutely. And what's fascinating is how similar the experience was, whether it was when I was receiving the diagnosis or when I was receiving the layoff. Um, and it, as it would be for anyone, there was definitely a lot of shock um, at the beginning, a lot of uncertainty and those early stages of grief that we hear about, you know, in the emotional roller coasters um, are very true. I definitely took time to emotionally kind of accept the situation. Um, but what I would say is that I also very quickly realized that hope is not a course of action. That as optimistic as I would want to be or as positive as I would want to be on, uh, you know, the outlook I also knew that it was and felt that it was much more empowering to actually feel like I was doing something about it. And so you know, when it came to navigating my diagnosis, for example, I found my footing in, in that action, in you know, uh, reaching out to people who had gone through these experiences, asking questions, learning, uh, you know, collecting information, getting second opinions, um, because it felt like in an otherwise very uncontrollable situation, I was at least seizing on to the aspects that I could control. And then of course, the support of family and friends that uh, you know, were priceless in, in providing that, that footing and serving as my rock as well. Yeah, so you, you said it so um, uh, perfectly about control because you have some sense of control when you're taking action because otherwise you just feel completely lost and you're losing your fit, you know, your footing and you're falling into a spiral. Um, what do you think, how long was it from the time in between that? Like, did it, was it years or was it months? In terms from the, of from the time of like your cancer diagnosis and your, and, and uh, losing your job. Oh, yes. Yeah. So um, that was actually over the course of years. So okay. what happened is while I was, uh, you know, when I was diagnosed, and as I was going through treatment, I actually maintained a blog called new job, new baby, new cancer, because I had in fact, just started a new job, I had made that transition from the consulting world into the startup world, just six months um, prior to, you know, delivering my second baby and and receiving this diagnosis. Um, and I had months of, of chemotherapy and surgeries that followed, but I did go back to that startup that I was at uh, largely because of how amazing that team had been that I had been working with and how supportive that they had been through my uh, treatment. 
Uh, I actually ended up staying on with that startup for a couple of more years because I only wanted to leave once I felt like that they were in a good place. And once that startup was acquired, it served as a new inflection point for me to now seek out a job that would feel more mission driven, something that I was now more passionate about and, you know, not just an operational role moving out of consulting. And so that's when I came across this healthcare startup uh, that was really democratizing access to genetic testing for hereditary cancers. And as someone who knew their genetic risk and the power of that information led me to actually detect my cancer, uh, th that mission suddenly spoke to me. It was, it was a mission I didn't realize I was looking for, uh, you know, when, when looking for that new job. And so I then transitioned into a, you know, executive role, leadership role at, at that healthcare startup worked there for a couple of years before they then went through a strategic pivot. And, you know, I was part of a broader layoff uh, due to that change in business direction. And, you know, I have been on the other side of the table I, you know, as far as layoffs go. And I completely understand that these are sometimes natural course of business. But as an individual, I definitely felt very lost in that process because I felt like I had in a way, given meaning or purpose to my diagnosis through this job of helping others learn their genetic information. And when you feel like you've given yourself and your work meaning in that way, it's hard to think about where you go next. And the, the idea of just getting a job anywhere else uh, just didn't feel as fulfilling. And so I had the luxury to, to take that time to introspect and you know, connect the dots looking backwards around what it was that I loved so much about my past roles and what it is I really derive energy from and, and you know, makes me feel most alive. And it was actually when I was asked to speak at the grand opening of the new Stanford hospital, where I was uh, the keynote speaker sharing my experiences as both a patient and caregiver, that I remembered that I love public speaking. I love, um, inspiring others through sharing my experiences and feeling like I've changed them in some way. And it was reflection of all of that that led me to the work that I do now. That's so great. Um, you know, when you, when you lose a job, sometimes it's hard because so many of us women, we place our value in ourselves based on our career and our jobs and what we're doing. And so when you lose that, when you get laid off or you get fired from a job, you're, it, you take it personal and you start to think like, is it me? What's wrong with me? But you manage to maintain that separation and say, well, it's definitely not me, but this is just what I like. And um, I'm going to continue to stick to it. So I think just that's fantastic that you did that. Thank you. I, I will say that, you know, it, standing on this side of it and looking backwards, it, it can probably come across that way a little bit that like, okay, I just, you know, made lemonade out of these lemons. But I, I will say that it was definitely an emotional process getting from one point to the other. Um, you, you hit the nail on the head in terms of the identity that gets wrapped up in what we're doing. You know, I was, I, or I guess I am an MIT and Harvard educated um, person who had worked in corporate America. So I had always been very motivated to achieve and do well. And so uh, to be laid off and, uh, you know, lose my job in that way, it's, 
inevitable that there's going to be a lot of self-doubt that comes with that, you know, questioning of like what happened? Was it something that I did? You know, why, like, why is this happening? And so there was for sure the, the emotional roller coaster and, and those stages of just denial that this is even happening, you know, a lot of frustration around it, a lot of sadness in terms of the grief that I was experiencing. Um, but like with any emotional roller coaster, there reaches a point where we just have to make the choice of how we're going to move forward. And I needed to decide that I wanted things to improve. I wanted to feel better on the other side of it and that it was up to me to control how I did that. Yeah, and you can definitely reflect and you learn and lead is what I always say. What did I do wrong? Where could I do better, right? And how do I move forward? And I love that you took all the things that you loved. You went back and evaluated what you loved about the job because some people think, you know, they have to go to that same job. They have to find something identical um, to that same job because that'll bring them, them the happiness that they're looking for or the fulfillment that they're looking for. Um, but you can find that the little things that, that you like about the job, you may not even think about, but you can do that in a different way. So for instance, I work with my clients and I have them help, you know, I have them do a, a skills value inventory of the things that they love to do, that they, that they are good at, the things that they love to do that they're bad at. And then the things that they're really good at that they don't like to do. And we kind of narrow down you know, where their passions are. And something as simple as one of my clients, she had this, you know, she absolutely loved serving people as a barista in Starbucks. And it's like, well, you don't have to do that same thing, right? But you can, you can find something that gives you the pleasure of serving others, right? And what is, what was it about that experience that you love so much? So tapping into like what you did, tapping into what you absolutely loved about the job and then going forward with that, like that's what brings you success. Yeah, I think it's so important to carve out that time for ourselves and that space to actually allow for that type of reflection, right? Because whenever we feel you know, stuck or overwhelmed or unsure of how to make a decision, it, it really does require us to, you know, declutter our mind and actually think about, you know, what is it that we're actually feeling? What is this, the, the true source of those emotions? And what is it that we can control and actually, you know, changing it? And is there something that, uh, you know, we can tap into, whether that's, the skills we've developed over time or the sources of, you know, experiences that bring us joy, all, all of that just takes time um, and really specifically intention, right? That, that clarity of thought and that, that focus of purpose to bring that information to light and then actually do something about it. Very well said. I love it. So we're running out of time. What advice would you give to our audience members today? I would say that uh, the most important mindset that has helped me navigate all of these you know, ups and downs of life is one that I call action-oriented intention. It's having that time and space to be clear about what it is that you want to achieve, but then not stopping there and actually 
you know, moving forward and, and identifying for yourself, what is that North star? What is it that you're looking to aspire to? And then how can you get there and uh, control what you can to make it happen? Fantastic. Great advice. Well, thank you for being on the show, Parul. Where can people find you? Uh, they can find more information about me on my website at parulsamani.com. If that's a little bit hard to spell, they can also go to designingsilverlinings.com, goes to the same place. And I'm also on social media, you know, LinkedIn, Instagram at um, PD Samani. Terrific. We'll put all that in the uh, bio. Thank you so much for being on the show. It's been a pleasure. Thank you so much. Take care. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Women CEO in Reflection. To reach out to one of our guests, their contact is in the description of the show. Do you want a total mindset transformation? Apply to Mindset Warrior, The Art of Intentional Thinking, my personal coaching bootcamp at IamAMindsetWarrior.com and schedule your call with me today. Thank you.